Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. Sisters in Spirit, affectionately known as SIS, is a nurturing environment for women who inspires harmony in everyday living, shares resources that empower, offers information and support that nourishes the soul, balances our mental and physical well-being, and promotes inner peace and heightened spirituality. Our vision is a world in which women live consciously, harmoniously, and spiritually to positively impact our lives and the lives of those with whom we come into contact. Join us as we live life with style, grace, and, of course, much joy. Today's topic is about loving you, so we're going to talk loving you today. I'm Raisa. I'm here with my host, Sky. Sky, how are you? I'm highly favored today, Raisa. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Good. You want to kick off the show tonight? Sure. Um, let's start our discussion about our most important relationship by going to our blog and see what our bloggers has to, have to say. The idea of a near-perfect relationship sets us on the quest to experience it for ourselves. When we hear the word relationship, we often think of it as a relationship with a significant other or someone or something external to our being. Yet, the most important relationship we can have is a healthy relationship with ourselves. And let's go to the blog to see what our bloggers had to say. Some of the questions that we're exploring with this dialogue is, why is it important to have a good relationship with self? How do you honor your relationship with yourself? And how does it extend to others? So let's see what our bloggers have to say. Um, Blogger number one says, as the saying goes, if you are not loving you, how can anybody else, when we honor who we are as an extension of source energy or the all, we can't help but love ourselves. All is good. Every other role that we take on this life is just that, a role. We get caught up in the drama and forget. Raisa, you know, what do you think about this caller's comment? If you're not loving you, how can anybody else? Yeah, I think that um, unconsciously we give off um, an energy that really emanates how we're feeling. So that's our aura or our energy field. So I totally agree with that comment. Um, mentally and emotionally, you really can't hide who you are. And that energy is seen out there in people's senses. They might not be on a psychic level or whatever and able to see it, but they can sense it. And so, you know, on that level, it becomes real and they react to you accordingly. So if you're not loving yourself, you're not likely to get love back. Yes, that's that's really true. I want to take a moment to encourage everyone that's on the website, if you want to participate in the call, to please dial 347-838-9886. And when we go to the phone logs, we will acknowledge you by saying the last four digits of your telephone. Uh, You're right, and so is the blogger. If we're not caring or loving ourselves, then how can anyone else do that? Because the energy that we emanate within, it spreads without. Another blogger says, sometimes it's difficult to do for self when you get bogged down by life. But I have found that when I'm in a happy place, 
my relationships are good. And basically they're saying the same thing, you know. Yeah. It's important to have a good relationship with ourselves because what we do for ourselves, what we emanate from ourselves, has a direct correlation with how we interact and our relationships with others. It's basically energy, as we see. Um, Our next blogger says, And the question we're asking, one of the questions we're asking is, why is it important to have a good relationship with self, and how do you honor your relationship with yourself? And this blogger says, I honor my relationship with myself by not beating myself up for past mistakes. There are some things I'm not proud of that I did when I wasn't loving myself. In loving myself now, I can release the guilt and I am and concentrate on living life differently now, and others can see and feel the change in me. And that's pretty profound, forgiving yourself for guilt or forgiving yourself for past deeds. And that's part of loving and nurturing yourself. Because everybody makes mistakes. I mean, that's normal, but when you get stuck in it and you start to seek sympathy from others or pity or you, you know that you're attached to the, some solution of an issue and it's just got to go a certain way, then, you know, that's, you, you know you're stuck and you're being unloving to yourself. And um, not loving yourself shows up in so many different ways that are really simple you might not even think. Like, you know, if you're complaining, if someone says something, you know, you know it's not true and you get offended, you're definitely not aligned with who you are and not loving yourself. One of the things we need to keep in mind is that our inner energy, what's going on within us, vibrates and extends outward into everything that we do, and it approaches, our energy field approaches everyone that we meet. So if we're not in a happy place, if our soul is not happy, if we're not content, if we're not secure, then that energy is vibrating from us. And it's going to affect the people that we come in contact with. It's going to affect how we interact with our children. It's really going to have a direct effect on our children because they are in sync with our vibration. Right. So, um, you know, that's one of the main reasons is because of the energy that we emit. That's one of the main reasons why it's important that we nurture and that we develop a good, strong, healthy relationship with ourselves to emit that positive energy. Yeah, and because children are receptors, they they will pick it up quicker than another adult would. That's true. Um, I have a, a personal experience. Um, as a single parent, I have a son that I raised, and I remember um, many, many years ago when he was younger. He's in his 20s now. But when he was younger, um, I, I was going through a period where um, – you know, I was just like really kind of disoriented. I wasn't happy with myself. I wasn't happy with my situation. And I wasn't really paying attention to nurturing myself. And my son was in school. You know, we you know, we had a, a what I felt was a healthy relationship. But he was in school, and he was just cutting up, acting crazy. And um, I didn't understand, you know, what was going on with him. I mean, he wasn't doing anything bad to to be put out of school or anything, but just in talking with the teachers and stuff. He was just all over the place. And then, you know, I started sitting back and thinking about, I'm like, what is wrong with him? You know, and I started 
you know, really taking the time to look at the situation, and I realized that he was reflecting what was going on with me internally. Wow. So even though I was, you know, you know, everything superficially was well with us, you know, we were going through our routine, but he was just tripping because I was more or less tripping internally, and he was just doing that. So when I took hold of, you know, and really started nurturing and, and being careful about what was happening with me internally and paying more attention to what was happening to me internally, it straightened everything out. He calmed down. He started, you know, just really being himself, and I could just see a total difference in what he was doing. And he was just feeding off of the energy that was emanating from me, even though it was an internal thing that I was going through. So, you know, it, it affects people in so many different ways, you know, whatever's going on with us internally. It affects people, you know, it really does, and we need to be cognizant of that. You are listening to Sisters in Spirit on Blog Talk Radio. Our topic for today is the most important relationship, your relationship with self. And if you would like to comment or have a question, uh, if you're on the phone, press 1. Um, if you are on the Internet, please send us a chat message. And um, I would just like to comment on a technique that I use when I start moving towards those unloving characteristics. Um, you know, even when I just see myself becoming attached to something or wanting something, I'll just kind of focus and stay present. I notice that feeling, whether it's anger or self-pity or whatever it is that I'm moving through, and I, you know, I realize that I am not that emotion. I am moving through an emotion. I'm not that situation. You know, situations pass and change. They're not me. It's something that moves past my horizon. So I notice it, and, um, you know, and, and I strive to change my vibrational energy about it, get back centered to who I am, you know, as a child of the creator and in the image and likeness of the creator, which is good and peaceful and, you know, there's harmony there, you know, all of those positive attributes. And so um, I try to, well, I work to uncloud my thinking so that it's not clouded by emotion. So that works for me. And those are some really, um, really helpful tips. Um, I think it's really important to um, what you said about realizing that whatever we're going through is not really us. You know, it's more or less the situation that we're going through and the emotion. That's that's really a powerful way to look at that. Um, some other ways that I can think of that we can honor the relationship with ourselves is really it goes back to um, – one of our shows that we had a couple of weeks ago with Dr. Mark, being responsible for our own well-being, understanding that we are worthy, just basic steps, eating right, exercising, getting enough sleep, you know, that all plays a, a, an important role yeah. in the relationship with ourselves. If we're not healthy, if we're not well-rested, then we can't put out positive energy to into the universe into those that we're interacting with. So just the basic steps of doing those things are, um, you know, some of the ways that we can honor and develop and nurture the relationship with ourselves. Um, just really taking the time to nurture ourselves for meditation, you know, to develop our spirituality, to work on our happiness, you know, to really be in tune with what makes us happy. 
listening callers, if again, this is a dialogue, and we would love to have your input. So if you're on the phone, please press 1, and we can open up the line to you and have you on the air to incorporate your comments. And if you are online, please send us a chat message. Right. So one of the things that, you know, we all know as women we tend to do is to um, not take time for ourselves. So that I think that's part of developing our self-worth, to know that we're worthy of taking the time. And I see that we do have a hand up, so we're going to go to um, the phones now. We're going to recognize you by calling the last four digits of your number. Please let us know your name and where you're calling from. And our discussion today is about our most important relationship, and that is the relationship with ourselves. Caller 0792, you're on the air. 0792. Hello? 0792? Yes, do you hear me? Yes, thank you for calling in. Okay. Hi, how are you? This is Stephanie Thomas, and I'm calling from Monroe, Georgia. Hi. And I just, I'm sorry, and I just wanted to say that um, I agree with you wholeheartedly what you were saying because a lot of times we don't give to ourselves. We just, because we're women and we nurture, we think that we're supposed to nurture everyone else instead of nurturing ourselves. And it's like you can't start nurturing anybody else until you nurture yourself. That's right. That is so that's right. a real, that's a real important point to give to yourself, you know, because your children will, what we do to ourselves is a reflection on our children. You know, that they're, they're going to see that, and subconsciously they're going to be what we are. Like, you know, it took me a long time to realize I am my mother's daughter. You know, I, I think the same way she did. You know, when you're younger, you're like, oh, my mother, she doesn't know what she's talking about. But as I aged, I was like, wow. You know, when I, was, I actually listened to my mother because I realized, she really knows what she's talking about, you know, but I had to live life to realize that, and it's like it just came full circle, you know. Yeah. But um, I just want to say that I'm I'm glad that you all have this, this discussion because it's really, really needed, and I hope a lot of sisters out there listening, and not even just sisters, but men as well, to know how we feel about things, you know. Yes. And how right. we think because, yeah, you know, they just don't know. Right, and we always say we're called sisters in spirit. Uh, we don't just address the needs of men. We address the needs of everyone. We cater to women because we know that women are the nurturers and that they'll make the connection yeah. within the family and just pour that knowledge over to everyone else. Yeah, and I like you're right because, Go ahead. because uh, the, the changes that I'm going through now, I really try to, because my son is with me, I really try to... Uh, Get him involved, you know, so that maybe he'll be a better man to women, you know, more understanding, and he won't have to make a lot of the mistakes I made and really be secure in his 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 belief system, secure in himself, you know. Yes, and that's very powerful. You know, when we exude security and we are secure and confident in ourselves, that exudes from us, and that's going to play out in everything that we do, the way we interact with our children. They're going to see a strong, secure, happy woman, a happy mother, and that's going to play out in our workplace if we work in our businesses. You know, that confidence is going to radiate from us, and that's going to help yeah. be able to help us better guide them 
and, you know, offer positive um, reinforcements to them um, in our workplace and in everything that we do. So it's really important, you know, that we have those um, those strong foundations. I think one of the things that we tend to do is we don't appreciate our self-worth. That's one of the ways, another way that we, you know, start to honor our relationships with ourselves. Really appreciate our self-worth, our beauty, our intelligence and grace. You know, appreciate me at whatever point I am or whatever point you are, wherever we are in the spectrum of life, appreciate who we are and what we have to offer to the world, whether we are rich, whether we are not rich, you know, whatever. Appreciate it and put it out there. This is who we are. This is, you know, what I have to offer. And I'm confident in that. I'm secure in that. And, and yeah. you know, it'll make a better impression or a strong impression. And, yeah. And you, you shine. And it's like you attract people with that positiveness, you know. Yes. People will actually be glad to be in your presence. And it really opens doors to just have, like, a great attitude, you know, just like you said, just to exude that self-confidence. It really, really, like they like this saying says, your attitude depends altitude. The altitude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> altitude, de- your altitude determines, your attitude determines your altitude, you know, attitude. and how far you're going to get in life. You know, it just takes a good attitude and some self-confidence, and you can go, like, everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, I just wanted to um, say, you know, in Mandela's inauguration speech, he quoted something from um, Marianne Williamson, and it was a saying that said, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure, and it's our light darkness that frightens us most. So, you know, we question ourselves and say, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented? Truth of it is, who are we not to be? We're a child of God, and our playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightening about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around us. We're born to manifest the glory of the Creator that's within us, and it's not just in us, it's in everyone. And so as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. And we're liberated from our own fear and our presence, automatically liberates others. And that's just what you were saying, said Denise. Yeah, You're right. That's a that's a powerful um, um quote, Marianne Williamson. She's yeah, that's powerful. And and it really is. And the thing is that we you know, we have to encourage each other to do that. Because when I yes. first did that, I was just so I mean, it struck me to the core because I remember so many times as a young woman, a teenager, as a young woman in school and in other situations where I would shrink instead of, you know, being the person that knew or, you know, saying that I knew. And it wasn't really until I got into college where I became, started to become more confident in, you know, who I was and really saying, you know, okay, yeah, I know this, I can do this, you know, this this is, you know, being confident in who I was. But in middle school and high school, there were so many times where I wouldn't do things because I didn't want to be the person to um, be out front, you know. But throughout life, I was always in a situation where I was thrusted out front. But, you know, as a young child, I would shy away from that. So, you know, we have to encourage each other and, you know, make sure every woman that we know reads that, you know, passage and really takes it to heart because yeah. many of us it is have deep. done that. And, and to a certain extent, we may still do it now in certain search of uh, yeah. circumstances. Yeah. 
You know, so we just really have to encourage each other and, you know, do it ourselves so that we can be an example um, for others and encourage others as well. We've got another caller with their hand up. So caller at uh, last four digits of your phone number, 5386. Hi, this is Nisa. How are you all? Very well. Hey, Sebenice. How are y'all? Uh, it's been good listening. Um, what I wanted to do is put a twist in it. Um, I think in land, this is partially, I guess, in my older age, I deal more out of um, the, you know, the metaphysics, the karma, and I kind of look at life now because I see things manifesting so quick. I can say something or think something and within a few days it's manifesting. And so I'm kind of really just taking that whole approach to my life now. And I tell my kids, it's like now I'm like it's about doing, making, manifest the things that I want to manifest in my life. And, you know, there's no, and I tell my kids, there's no, you know, you, you guys got your life and y'all have to learn. That, that if I had learned how to do this or practice this when I was their age, you know, teenagers and young adults, I would be so, so far ahead. And so now that I have, you know, seen all kinds of examples over, you know, the years, I'm really practicing that now. I'm, I am just taking control and utilizing this energy, utilizing this vibration to manifest the things into my life. And I keep a real, uh, try to keep negativity out of my life. I try to keep a positive vibration with everybody I encounter and I'm understanding karma. You know, my mother taught us karma, you know, opposed to religion. Even though we were religious and we went to Catholic Church every Sunday, my mother always stressed to us karma. And, then, you know, now that I'm older and I understand karma more, karma is metaphysics. It's utilizing, you know, uh, cause and effect and those things. And so I'm really, really putting those type of things into practice to make my life better and to manifest the things that I want in my life. I don't, I don't, even at my age, I have not turned over and stopped functioning. I have not stopped dreaming. I still have aspirations, you know, for myself. And I tell my kids, you got to do the same thing. So that's, that's where I'm at now. I'm, you know, nurturing and all of that. To me, all of that's past. Now it's about, you know, like you guys said, it's about nurturing me and my you know, ask you know aspirations, my desires, the things that I you know want to accomplish in this life. Yeah, and that's truly about loving yourself. And so I mm-hmm. hear the enthusiasm in your voice. You know, and yes. and the word enthusiasm comes from the same root as the word spirit. So you're enthused with the spirit, the essence of the Creator. And whenever you have a goal or something that you enjoy, and you take that, well, you add a joy to something a goal to something that you enjoy doing, you know, it's always mm-hmm. turn out magnificent because you're fully aligned with the universe. Yeah, yeah. and uh, even in your comments, like you said, you're putting out, you can feel the energy that you're emanating through your voice, through your conversation and the, same, the things that you're saying. Uh, that was one of the uh, points that um, I had um, wanted to express as well. And you said it in your dialogue, you know, to take the time to get to know yourself. What are your life's goals? What are your desires? What are your what is your life's purpose? And you express that in what you you know what you were saying. And those are the kind of things that we need to be clear on. And that's part of nurturing ourselves. You know, that's part of 
you have a very strong foundation and relationship with yourself, and that's going to emanate in what you do. And that energy that you're sending out, like you said, is manifesting. And that's what we have to do. We have to align what we have to align our actions with our thoughts and our desires. And when all of that energy is flowing in the same direction, that's what we're going to do. We're going to get the results that we that we are drawing towards us. We're going to absolutely. Because one one thing for sure is women overall we sacrifice more than any other any other being. You know, mothers and women we sacrifice way more. We sacrifice. That's right. We do. We sacrifice, and and I don't know whether it's a situation where we don't feel worthy, or if it's that we just don't take the time, but. Even if we're not taking the time, then that's we're kind of saying that we're not worthy to take out that time to do for ourselves. But the stronger we are, the stronger our relationships will be. The more we are, the more at peace, the more harmony we'll exude and we'll draw towards us. Uh, we have some additional co- Thank you, Nisa, for sharing that. I just want to add one comment before we go to the caller. There is nothing noble in sacrifice. No. If harming you, there's nothing noble in that. Because everything is energy. So something right. that is negative energy is not going to turn around and put forth something positive. It's impossible. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's true. Thank you for sharing that, Nisa, and you're listening. Hello. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You're listening to Sisters in Spirit, and we're having a dialogue about our most important relationship, which is the relationship with ourselves. And we're going to go to the next caller who we see with their hand up, and it's caller number 1503. Caller number 1503. How do you know what number you are? This is the last four digits of your phone number. One five. you. Oh, that's me then. <laughs> this is Sadia. Hi, how are you, Sadia? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm blessed. I got on and... Um, it is very important what you're saying because um, if you don't love yourself, you can't, you can't help. We're hearing some feedback. If if there's a speaker on, can you lower your speaker a little bit? Okay, hold on. Okay. And what we're doing here this evening, we are having a dialogue how to honor the most relate our most important okay. relationship. Is that better? Okay, that's great, Sadia. We're talking about how do we honor the relationship with ourselves? Well, you ha- you have to um, love yourself. You know, you have to. Um, you know, we always worry about everybody else, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But you have to take care of yourself first. You yeah. can't help anybody until you take care of you. And I've learned that through my travels and through my journey. And um, I've been taking some energy classes, and our teacher had taught us, you know, hug yourself, kiss yourself, you know, tell yourself you love yourself, you know, and we, we have to honor ourselves. So, And I feel good about that. Wonderful. That is really, really great advice. One of the persons in our chat room said we have to be gentle with ourselves as well. And that's true. And how many times do we 
you know, like you said, how many times do we hug ourselves and, you know, just really spend time with ourselves and, you know, tell yourself that you love you. I love me. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that, looking in the mirror and, you know, say this is me and, and accept it. Yeah, you're sending loving energy, and that changes your vibration. And yes, you know, what the caller previously talked about karma. It breaks up karma when you're loving yourself. Love breaks up any negative karma. Well, I've been feeling real good, so <laughs> it works. So you're loving you. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Okay, I'll continue listening. We have a comment from one of the people in the chat room. Uh, question. She says, what common things do we think have brought us to this heightened awareness so that we may communicate it to our younger generation in an effort to get them into this higher vibration sooner? Any feedback on that? And, and, and so she added, so that we're not bound by the things that already happened, and that that question came from so fast. I, I Aging like, the karma. I would like to share that and I've thought about that, you know, as, as we go through this journey. One, I think it's experience, you know, and, and it's what, what we are learning as we go through our journey and our ability to share it. For example, Sisters in Spirit is a way that we want to help share um, information so that we, we can really infuse harmony into our everyday living. So it's the experiences that we are having uh, having a, a opportunity and an avenue, a vehicle to share that information with your children, with younger people, with younger women, so that at an earlier age they can start utilizing, you know, understanding what energy is, understanding, you know, how to nurture yourself, understanding karma, because a lot of us were not taught that when we were younger because our parents simply didn't know. They weren't exposed to that type of energy or to that level of um, spirituality, the information wasn't there for them, or it might have been there for them under in, in a different form. Right. And they weren't able to relay it to us the way that we're able to relay it now. So I think, you know, we just on different levels, and we're learning. Plus, just the universe is just putting out so much information, and you have to be on a level where you can absorb it. You can, one, understand it, comprehend it, and then absorb it into yourself and understand it, and then we're able to share it. So I think that's one of the reasons. And and the thing is to in, to share it at a, as early in an age as possible to make our children aware of it, you know. Yeah, and, you know, you are a, a reflection, and so what your children see in you, they're going to absorb and reflect that. So be an example. Be a role model. I am a role model. Yeah. Who was it like Dennis Rodman who said, I am not a role model? Uh, not the writer. Charles Barkley. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I am a role model and live that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I think, you know, just just evolution. You know, ener- energy is evolving. Information is evolving. And you just see it from generation to generation. And our children, they're going to be on a different level and a different plane that we're on. But we, you know, the information that we have to share it with them, expose them to it at a, as early an age as possible, and that will help. You know, they, they will grow up with what we kind of learned at a later age. They'll grow up with that. 
and their children before us that grew up with that. But as we're exposed to it, make sure we expose our children, family, you know, whoever is around us. You know, they'll see that. They'll see the light. They'll see where your energy is emanating from, and they'll see what you're doing. So it's just a matter of making exposing them to them. Yeah, and get some more comments from folks in the chat room because they've got a really extra chat going on. Um, Stephanie's commented, she said, we have to be vehicles and pass it on. Yes. And the Poetic Love said, the TV has distracted us from communication. And, um, you know, as it pertains to womanhood, we have to learn how to share. Yes. Yes, and that's one of the things that we wanted to do with with Sisters in Spirit. And and there are a lot of women organizations that are devoted to, you know, creating environments for us to do just what we're doing here. You know, we have to open up and become a support system for each other and and, and be an environment where we can share information with each other and then share it with those that we come in contact with. We have another caller on the line. We are talking about having a dialogue about our most important relationship, and that is the relationship with ourselves. And if you're in on the Internet and you'd like to call in, the dial-in number is 347-838-9886, and click on the number 1 if you'd like to uh, make a comment, and we will recognize you by calling out the last four digits of your phone number. And we're going to a caller now, 5386. Oh, okay. Hi, this is Lisa again. Thank you for uh, uh, letting me click in. What I was thinking about in, uh, in reference to the Internet uh, comment is that it's about knowledge. It's because we have these experiences and our kids have experiences, but if you don't understand what these experiences are and how to, you know, manipulate them to, to your best, that's why I think the knowledge come in. I think that as we teach our kids, like let me say, pass it on, we can teach the, our kids our experiences. So this way, when they encounter certain things, they can already know. They already know how to deal with it. And I don't think anything is too big. I, I'm at a point with my girls now, or my son. They're, they're teenagers. That it's nothing that I won't talk to them about. When not when we look at the news together, or we see things that's going on in life together, you know, we talk about it. I mean, we talk very mature kind of conversation. So that, that's my thing. I think the knowledge, if we give them the knowledge that, that we have learned over the years, it's going to make them, by the time they get to our age, they will have accomplished anything that they set their mind. And I teach school, as y'all know, and I tell my students the same thing. I tell my students all the time, you guys are smarter than all of us teachers. If y'all just put your mind on what it is that y'all want, besides, you know, a lot of my students, unfortunately, I'm in a and real low uh, poverty-stricken area, and I'm dealing with teenagers, 12, sometimes 14, 12, sometimes 15, 16, and I ask them, what do you want to, you know, what are you planning on being when you grow up? And literally, you know, 95% of them usually say, I don't know. And so I try to get them focused on, start thinking about what you want out of life and think about it every day. Write it down somewhere. When I ask you, the next time I ask you, what do you want to be in life, you better be able to tell me. No. And I think it's the knowledge and just getting they, getting them to focus, learn how to focus. And, of course, you know, the TV, you know, the TV is babysitting a lot of our kids. I tell my daughter all the time when I'm on the phone with her. And I say, well, you know, what are my grandkids doing? Oh, they're watching TV. 
and, you know, just makes my heart sink when she says that to me. You know, she in her room, and then they in the room watching TV. That's not good for, you know, little kids like that. They need, she needs to be reading books. I put them in a book club. She gets books every month sent to her free of charge. And I go up there, and I see sometimes the books are still in the plastic. You know, read to your kids. Expand your kids' uh, minds so this way they, you know, give them a chance in life. So it's, it's knowledge. To me, it's knowledge. Knowledge is the key. Knowledge is the key. And then, you know, as uh, Sophie commented in the chat room, there are exercises and vehicles that we can use to filter the distraction. And, and even teaching children to meditate, it has been shown to be so powerful in a school environment. If you take 10, 15 minutes to allow a child to meditate, play some soothing music in the, the key of, I believe, alpha and that alpha wave, it will calm them down so that they can focus and concentrate and knock out all the chatter, all of the, you know, all of the confusion, and they can get to the moment. Mm-hmm. And from mm-hmm. the moment, you know, so many things happen. And there are other things that get you in that moment besides meditation. There's um, the movie meditations like Qigong and Tai Chi, where you're building up that energy and you're letting go of all of that negative energy you're building up positive energy, and um, you become one with source, and so that you have the the power, the inspiration, the motivation to be successful and do the things that are important to you. Um, so fast mentioned that guided med- meditation helps you because a lot of people don't know how to get quiet, and so if you do guided meditations. You know, you have someone speaking you through a meditation, you're, you become trained on how to get there. And for children, that's so important to use guided meditation for them so that they learn the concept. And then it gets to the point where they can just identify with the meditation and do it themselves. Thank you, Lisa, for sharing that. And thank you, Raisa. That, that was very, um, very, um, very good suggestion in terms of knowledge you know, being able to transfer or to share what we know and to make sure that our children have the knowledge, uh, to make sure that they see us in a positive light, to share with them and to um, make sure that they have the knowledge to go to the next level. Um, We are here with Sisters in Spirit, and we're having a dialogue about our most important relationship. We're talking about how can we honor the relationship with ourselves. If you are on the line with us, and the dialing number is 347-838-9886. Please raise your hand if you'd like to uh, make another comment because we're going to start winding down the discussion. I'd also like to remind everybody that after um, the discussion, if you'd like to continue, to please go to the blog and, you know, put your comments in there. And the blog address is www.fluidmagazine.com forward slash blog. And you're welcome to continue to share your um, comments through the blog. We'll interact there on a regular basis. And um, if you're not not able to get on the line tonight, to please continue uh, the discussion during the blog. Here's one thing I would like to throw out to our listeners and those in the chat room. If there was one thing that you could do, you could look back and give the old you some advice on how to love yourself better, what would it be? Oh, that's wonderful. You want to start? I think mine would be um, pertaining to the 
the um, Marian Anderson comment um, is to not be afraid to be who you are, all that you are. Um, do not let fear control your life. Do not be afraid to shine. Uh, do not be afraid to be who you are supposed to be in the universe and to share that positive energy. Every opportunity that you get, do it. Yeah. And, and for me, I think it would be um, just to always remember to love myself. And in loving myself, I'm going to love others. It's an automatic. So not love others first. Get back to when you're on the plane and they tell you to put your mask on um, first and, you know, then put the mask on your child or whoever is the person sitting next to you that needs assistance. So my thing is remember to put my own mask on first and then I can help the world. Um, Poetic Love says, run away from oppressive men. (laughs) LOL. And, and, you know, that all goes back to loving yourself because when you love yourself, you are going to um, take care of yourself, you know, and you're going to ex- uh, exude that, that positive energy, love, which is the foundation of everything. So, you know, you're right. That is going to be one of the strongest foundations that we can have. And from that, everything else is going to re- pretty much take care of itself. So callers, listeners, uh, some input from you. What is the one piece of advice that you would give that younger you? I want to remind everybody that we're listening to Sisters in Spirit. You're here with your hosts, Raisa and Sky, and uh, we're talking about our most important relationship. How can we honor our, the relationship with ourselves? Okay, we have caller number 5386. Okay, hey, this is Nisa again. The advice I would give my younger self is to uh, go back to actually my younger self because when I when I was a teenager, I took a lot of risk, and as a result of taking those risks, I accomplished a lot. And I think over the years, you know, we go through phases, you know, and of course we all know the phases that a lot of us went through, and then I think you start settling down and you just settle for whatever situation that you're in. And so I'm back in that mode now. I'm going back into that mode where, uh, you know, that zeal, having that zeal, being that risk taker, and putting me first. So that's 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 where I'm, the mode I'm going back into. Good comment. And we've got um, another comment from SoFast. She said, appreciate your personal best. Be in competition with yourself. You are not in competition with anyone because comparing yourself to anyone else is impossible as you are uniquely made. Wonderful. That is a wonderful comment. And we'd like, as we start to wind down this evening, we'd like to thank everybody for sharing with us this evening. Our dialogue about our most important relationship has been a really positive one. And we encourage you to go to the blog so that we can t- continue the dialogue. Uh, Raisa, as we close down, did you have a closing quote that you'd like to share? Um, I I just have one more comment from an additional chatter. Okay, we have like 60 seconds left. I would not keep myself up and really know what I can do, really know I can do whatever I want and be the best. So, you know, whatever you think, wherever your thoughts go, that's where your energy flows. So keep thinking positively, 
Think about what you want, not what you don't want. Cancel out, don't want. Just go for want, not even want. Just go for what you know to be true. Yes, very, very strong comment. We thank you for joining us. You're here with Sisters in Spirit. You can also join us on our blog, www.fluidmagazine.com forward slash blog. You can also reach us here on Blog Talk Radio. A closing quote would be, the most important ingredient we put into any relationship is not what we say or what we do, but who we are. Raisa, you had closing comments? Yes, please join us on the 25th as we talk about our businesses. We have a business series going, and it's called Let Your Business Soar. So please join us then and look for more information from Sisters in Spirit. Thank you all for joining. Yes, you've been listening to Sisters in Spirit helping you infuse harmony into your everyday living. And from Raisa and Sky, good night. Peace and love.